12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Now, tomorrow, the 29th of March, is a very special day, particularly for the F&B industry in Singapore. We're now going from five packs to ten packs that can, you know, dine out at restaurants and F&B establishments all around Singapore. Masks won't be mandatory outdoors. It's a It's an incredible time because it's been a long time coming. Joining me on the show to talk about this, get some F&B picks as well, is Annabelle Tan. She's an assistant features editor at Prestige. It's been a long time, Annabelle, but welcome back to the show. How are you? Good, good, Adrian. Thanks for having me again. I think we have to start with how operations for two years has been incredibly challenging for the F&B industry. The lack of manpower was evident, but it didn't hamper operations as much as, you know, one thought it would have. But now going to 10 packs and with the curfew also being extended now past 10.30, which we never saw, we never thought we'd see the day, but it's finally here. What have individuals in the industry been saying about this? How are they going to cope with the new changes? You know what? That's exactly what I thought, like, the that this day would never come. But uh, I'm so grateful that it has. Speaking to people in the industry, I think it's not just um, the lifting of the 1030 rule, right? More people are traveling as well. So I think that's, like, double a double whammy, you know? There are people, like, guest shifts are starting again. So I was speaking to um, one of the owners of Sego House, you know, a bar that I go to quite frequently. Mm. And I think this weekend, they are quite understaffed. So she was quite stressed about um, the situation. But I know like some other people in the industry have also kind of stepped up to help out. You know, the industry is really, really good like that. The bars and all the F&B, you know, spots in Singapore, they have a good relationship. So I know that even within the community itself, they try to help each other out, you know, whether it's like, you know, um, contacts of part-timers, you know, or just like um, one bar helping the other bar out. I, I know they're pretty good with that. The community is tight. So it's, it's nice to see in times like these as well. Yeah, we've certainly seen that over the last two years. The F&B community, uh, the industry has come together and just made sure that they survive. We've seen a lot of guest shifts, um, particularly in the last year, where everyone just works together to make sure uh, that the industry still thrives. And, and rightly so, you know, everyone is doing their part to make sure that the bars don't go out of business. But, you know, going to this sort of 10 packs, when you first heard the news, right, what was going through your mind? I so when I was watching the announcement, the the address on TV, I was listening to you know the first few um, the first few announcements that he made about the masks and everything. I was like, okay, great, this is great, and I I was like, okay, he didn't say anything about FMB, so maybe that's it. And it went on, and finally I saw it. I I thought I thought I heard wrongly. Because they said it so matter-of-factly and I was like, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe what I'm hearing because it's been so long, it's felt like the norm already and I actually really got used to it, not saying that I support it, <laughs> I really got used to, you know, the earlier nights and I'm so excited to, you know, have um, have everything feel kind of like back to normal again because I, I, I was traveling as well and of course overseas it's you know you can drink till whenever the the bar closes 
and it felt so nice. So I'm really, really looking forward to that here again and seeing everyone out, having fun, and hopefully F&B businesses do better as well. Yeah, exactly what you said there. I think a lot of people had to, you know, rewatch that address just to make sure that they heard correctly that, you know, we wouldn't have to wear masks outdoors and that everything was going to stay open <laughs> after 10.30 because... For two years, this is all we've known. 10.30, your last order is around 9.45, 10, latest around probably like 10 past 10, and that is it. Everything will close, your glasses will be cleared around 20, 25 minutes past 10, and it's good night, right? Everything shuts down completely, but that is all going to change. Do you see a lot of 10-packs bookings in the first few weeks, or are people going to gradually ease into this new phase? I think, I don't know, I the thing about 10 packs is maybe that's more common, um, like, you know, when people are celebrating, like, birthdays and stuff like that. So I think you'll definitely see, it'll definitely not as be as many as the smaller groups, especially, you know, in these times. But I, I, I think we'll definitely see some. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that I can plan something as well. Like, you know, I'm already thinking about, like, my birthday coming up. I can have, like, more people to celebrate with rather than, like, just, like, I don't know, a select two, three, four people. So that would be really nice for celebrations and stuff like that. Yeah, speaking of birthdays, my birthday is also in less than a month. And I remember looking back two years ago, I had to spend it. Uh, we were all locked down. Last year was, uh, I think we went a bit wild. So this year, we're going to... I don't know how, but we're going to up it in a very safe and controlled manner. We're in conversation with Annabelle Tan. Uh, she's assistant to features editor at Prestige. You mentioned there briefly about travel. You've done a little bit of that. You Brett went to Italy and then more recently you went to Australia. But now that all the VTL flights are, you know, coming to an end and travel, as the prime minister said, is going to be almost like it was before the pandemic. Do you see yourself, you know, go on more trips in the next few months? Oh, definitely. I think previously when it was VTL, it made sense to go um, like further away, right? Or longer trips just to make, make it all worth it, mm. all the admin and all the tests. But now I'm really looking forward to doing, you know, the kind of travel that we're so used to, just like weekend trips, weekend getaways, or spontaneous trips. Mm. Although they can't be as spontaneous as before. But yeah, you know, just, just things like that. These are the trips that I, I really enjoy because it's just like a little break away from the usual life here in Singapore. Yeah, and we've all had cabin fever for uh, the last two years. So having these spontaneous trips, even if it's just for a few days or the weekend, you know, it really does a lot for our mental health and just to get away for a bit, come back refreshed because we heavily relied on that before the pandemic. So now getting into this new era, there's a lot of other F&B establishments that have opened up in Singapore as well. So what are some of the uh, must-try, well, give me uh, a bar that you've recently been to that you've never been to before, and what was your experience there? So I know there are a lot of new um, cocktail concepts, but also I think there have been a, quite a number of uh, new wine bars as well, which I think is really interesting. There's a lot of like natural wine concepts, or, you know, just like really like specialty wine bars, which I find is, is really cool. I think there's a, like, you know, um, the Members Club 67 Paul Mall also recently opened. So I think that it's really good. I, I visited 67 Paul Mall um, on their opening um, a few weeks ago. It's a beautiful space. I think it will really create a really, really fun kind of community. 
um, and they have amazing wine labels there as well. They have a nice whiskey bar as well. And I also recently went to another wine bar called Graft. It's at Sheraton Towers. Mm. And um, not just, it's just a small wine bar, but they have really, really good bottles. And what they do is every Thursday, if I'm not wrong, they do uh, tasting Thursdays where they get a winemaker, whether it's in person or right now it's mostly virtual, but they kind of do a virtual wine tasting. And these are winemakers from really, really exceptional labels. Like I actually attended one a few weeks ago with a 24-year-old winemaker from Italy. She's super young, but she manages her family's business. And yeah, it's amazing. It's, even though, you know, we some of us may not be able to travel as of yet, you can still do these um, these things and it's, it's great. Yeah, there are a lot of experiences and you're absolutely right. Wine bars are on the rise in Singapore, particularly natural wines. And, you know, they're actually delicious, <laughs> to say the least. Before I let you go, let's have a quick review of Batcha Coffee. You were there recently. There is a lot of hype because every time I'm around that Ion area, I can see the lines never end. And everyone is always wondering, what is so good about this place? So enlighten us. What is so good about this place? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I was wondering the same thing because I was, in my head, I'm just like, it's just coffee. I mean, you can get it anywhere. What's the big deal? It's just, I thought it was just, you know, another pretty cafe that people just wanted to go and like take pictures at. But um, I think that whether or not you're a coffee lover, it's a great way to just experience coffee they have uh, even if you don't like you know specialty coffee you can get uh, flavored coffee which is a really good introduction because it can be maybe a bit fruitier there's like caramel flavors chocolate flavors and i think there's something for everyone they have a lot of coffee i don't know how many they have in the list but a lot and the food is really good as well so i think it's like i to me, I felt like I was a kid in a candy store because there's so many options, everything looks so good and the service staff is really, really knowledgeable and helpful. If you look at the menu and you feel overwhelmed, which is how I felt, they will ask you, you know, like what are the flavor profiles that you tend to like and they'll recommend something great. And um, this might be something you would like to know. They have a cocktail list as well, which they start serving even when they open at 9.30 a.m. So if you're feeling a a little cheeky in the morning, you can get uh, cocktails with coffee in it or they also do mocktails if you like that kind of thing. Yes, so I certainly do. I think do. <laughs> the whole experience is really good, yeah. Yeah, I certainly do. I saw that uh, Irish coffee that you had uh, very early in the morning and I said, wow, what what, what, <laughs> what better way to wake up than, you know, have this, set yourself up for the day only if it was a everyday sort of thing, you know, a pick-me-up coffee to uh, yeah. get through this working week. Always a pleasure speaking to you, Annabelle. She's Assistant Features Editor at Prestige. Have a great rest of the week and uh, I hope you're just as excited as everyone else is for this new phase that Singapore is going on right now. Thank you so much. I'm so excited and hopefully I'll see you out someday. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.